0: All right, Leans, Looks, and Lines podcast in three, two, one, Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. It's me, it's me, it's your favorite PhD that ain't using his degree. It's Dr. Goose live on the line with my boy on the other side of the state on a Tuesday, no less, Mr. Fermi. Welcome back to your Anonymous Gamblers podcast. Thanks,
1: Goose. Uh, Another rough week in the books, man. Just now we're both slightly below 500 and
0: battling. We are. You are 26, 29 and 1. I'm 17 and 18. The one thing I'll say for me, and I'll be consistent with this, is we always post win or lose, and a lot of guys don't do that. So I feel good that we're fair. If people are fading us, fade us when we're down and ride with us when when we're hot, right? Keep it simple, stupid.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And we're still having a blast, which is most
0: important. It's been a phenomenal season so far. I mean, it's only picking up. The The, the conference games are only going to get better. Uh, a little bit of a misread. You know, I, I the only game I, I hit was the game that I was at and, and Navy just looked atrocious. Um, my service wasn't very good in the Navy game. But man, really for me, I, I keep harping it, we got to start and continue to pound that live betting, because somewhere in there, you come to the realization, hey, I've made the wrong play, and it's time to hedge
1: out. Yeah, yeah, and I, I live bet probably two games a weekend, just randomly, if, if I'm able to watch and really focus on a game. I rarely do it in games I don't watch, like if I'm not tuned in live, but it's, it's a great dynamic. I I love doing it, especially if the team gets down early like we talked about previously.
0: Do you know what my number one problem with that last weekend was? What's that? I was in Maryland and I couldn't get into my DraftKings account. That would do it. That And so I'm sitting there. I woke up on Saturday morning and I, we're getting ready to do our coffee and quick picks. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I can't bet. So, you know, halfway through a couple of those games where I'm looking at the overs going, oh man, Boy, I wish I could get out of this. I couldn't get out of it. So it's okay. There's a lot of great games this week. Um, Some games that I've really been paying attention to, obviously, because they're in my wheelhouse and, and you know I'm being a little bit of a homer here. So let's get started here. We have some games on Thursday night. And next week's Maction, right? We
1: got our guys. We
0: got our boys coming back.
1: Exactly, yep. I'm looking forward to Maction, some early week football on Tuesday,
0: Wednesday. I love that. I have been getting killed by, by Maction bets, so I'm, I'm happy to say I don't have any on my card right now. But we're going to get into it for Thursday night, 7.30. Virginia Tech is getting 13.5, over-unders 39.5 at NC State. You also have Louisiana getting 1.5 at at Southern Miss over under 43 and a half. Then you also have Utah minus seven at Washington State over under 55 and a half. When we get into Friday, you have East Carolina getting three and a half at BYU over under 62 and a half. You have Florida International getting seven at home over under 57 and a half against Louisiana Tech. For me, for me, the one game that I like, the one, the one that I would play, is I, I I don't know how Southern Miss is favored in this game. They've hit their season win total. I think I said take that over three and a half. That is now in. Um Louisiana, I've said is fraudulent all year. But if you if if you think Louisiana's fraudulent, man, take a look at Southern Miss. They're awful. So if there was a side that I would take, I take that one and a half points with Louisiana. And I can certainly see them squeaking it out because you literally never know if Southern Miss is actually going to keep their quarterback in, or if they're going to have Frank Gord Jr. be the quarterback. So, <laughs> well, the quarterback numbers for Southern Miss aren't great. I mean, more interceptions than than touchdowns. So, Frank, just hand the ball to Frank Gord Jr. That might be their best best move anyway. That's literally their offense. So, I don't know if it's enough to put anything on it, but that that's certainly where I would look at. Um, Washington State and Utah is really an interesting game. Uh, sad to say that that's a 10 o'clock on a Thursday because I, I got up for school the next day. Would certainly like to watch that, but I can't. But Friday night, that East Carolina BYU, man, that, that over starting to catch some steam for me. I don't know. Is, you know it, BYU's had a rough couple weeks, and East Carolina is as unpredictable as it gets. It, these games might be just better to watch than to bet on.
1: Yeah, so, I, I mean, that BYU defense is leaking oil, man. They give up five five 547 yards last week, 300 were on the ground. And ECU is good on, like, they can run and throw. Aylers is starting to finally come into form. I expected big things out of him this year. Started slow as a team, but I think he's really rebounding. They have all the momentum in this matchup, but BYU's fighting for a bowl. They're sitting at 4-4, four and four, and, I mean, there's no guarantees right now, so... I think they're going to come out ready to play. I don't love that they're favored. If I like anything, it's probably the over, but I may stay away. Um, the other one that I, I sort of like is Utah minus seven and a half at Washington State over under 55. I, I like the under, believe it or not. Utah's defense has been really solid against the pass, and I think they disrupt board in the backfield. I think they're going to make it really tough for him. Um, so I look for Utah's defense to be the difference maker there Um, I don't love the seven and a half line right now which is why I'm I'm leaning um, the under
0: stay away UConn at home getting seven and a half against Boston College over under 44 and a half Akron getting eight and a half at home against Miami of Ohio over under 48 and a half West Virginia getting seven and a half at home against TCU over under 68 and a half Georgia Tech is getting 24 and a half over under 47 and a half at Florida State Ohio State minus 15 and a half over under 60 and a half at Penn State at noon which is really interesting Notre Dame is getting three at Syracuse over under 47 and a half Toledo minus six and a half at Eastern Michigan over under 55 and a half Oklahoma minus one and a half at Iowa State over under 55 and a half South Florida getting 17 and a half at Houston over under 60 and a half Arkansas minus three and a half over under 61 and a half at Auburn. I can tell you right now, I would say as far away from that Oklahoma Iowa State game and that TCU West Virginia game, as, as far as possible, West Virginia to me is in shambles. I have no idea how in one week they can have so many injuries and look so bad against Texas Tech that they couldn't even score an additional touchdown to even push the over last week. It was insane to me that either Texas Tech is really that good or West Virginia is really that bad. And, and, and so that's why I would lean actually towards Texas Tech later on that, just throwing that all together. But that over under at 68 and a half, Look, I know TCU's defense is easily exposed, but I truly don't know if West Virginia has any offense for them. So I'm staying away. Boy, it would be nice to believe that Ohio State is going to go in and blow the doors off Penn State. Romer said it in our group chat, how are none of you guys taking Penn State minus five at home in a whiteout on Saturday night after a big loss against Minnesota? You know, I, I don't know if he's just right all the time this year on that or what for me, but it was certainly a missed opportunity on our behalf.
1: Yep. No I agree uh, that was a good call. Um, the TCU West Virginia game is probably one of my favorite plays in this early slate. Um, I know West Virginia looked bad last week but that was a, that was on the road. Uh, this week they're at home their lowest point total at home this year they had were they had three games at home this year 42 65 and 43. the lowest point total TCU has posted all year was 38 points. I, I think this I think this is a nice over bet. I really do. TCU runs so fast. West Virginia at home is a different team. Um, barring the injuries. I want to look into how they how bad their injuries are. but if, if they're healthy and at home next week, I really like that
0: over. I think they just lost Roger. their back too. I think whatever their back they lost him as well.
1: Okay, I'm gonna look into that but my early lean is definitely the over there. Um, I lean under in the Notre Dame-Syracuse game. I think that's going to be a defensive battle. And then I'm, I was watching that Penn State line. I, it's so early in the week. I'm going to just let it go for a little bit. I just worry about Penn State's run D after what Michigan did to them. They clearly looked a lot better last week. But Michigan really exposed their, them um, defensively. Um, but we'll see. I, the home, home field will definitely matter. Uh, 15 and a half that's
0: that's a lot of that's a lot of points to lay Penn State it, it, it is it, it, oh I, I know what he'd say but I ain't gonna say it Miami minus two and a half over under 47 and a half at Virginia uh rice is minus 16 and a half at home over under 59 and a half against Charlotte Rutgers is getting 14 and a half at Minnesota over under 40 and a half Georgia State is minus three and a half over under 55 and a half against Old Dominion Illinois is at Nebraska, getting, um sorry, giving up seven and a half, over under fifty and a half. New Mexico State is minus two and a half, over under 38.5 against UMass. Wake Forest is minus four and a half, over under 62.5 at Louisville. Cincinnati is is, I don't even see the line on this. What is Cincinnati? Oh, it's a pick game, I believe, at this point. It is. It's a pick. Up. Yep. Over under 55 and a at 55.5 at UCF. Iowa is minus 10.5 at home against Northwestern, over under 37.5. And Oregon is minus 17.5, over under 58.5 against Cal at Cal. I'll tell you what, Fermi, that Cincinnati team is is pretty good. Uh, They blew that cover late. UCF is hit or miss. When they're at home, though, they are monstrous. It would be hard not to see them get up for that game. Uh, Illinois, Nebraska, that over is weird to me. I It just feels like it should actually be lower. Um, I'm sorry, it feels like it's higher, but it, it's lower than it looks. I, you would think that that would be around 54, 55. I, I'm going to stay away. Same thing with that Old Dominion-Georgia State game. Um, that over under, I, I just don't want to touch that right now, so I'm out. And old club lit after they fired Will Healy. Um, you know, offenses. If you look at, at offenses post firing, regardless uh, of whether it was an offensive mind, mindset or not, they've been doing incredibly well. I, I think that they're like something like four or five or six and zero oh against the spread since they've uh, they fired coaches this year. Something along those lines. It's 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 within that wheelhouse. So looking at uh, Charlotte getting 16 and a half maybe a little sneaky, ugly play of the week for me.
1: Okay. Well, I like week minus four at Louisville. I think they're going to move the ball. Um, I really like Hartman. I mean, they, they started a little sluggish offensively without him. But since he's been there, I mean, dude, 21 touchdowns, three picks. They took Clemson to the wire. I, I really like this weak team at full strength. Um, I think they cover on the road at Louisville this week. Um, Miami, really disappointing last week, but Miami minus two and a half. Van Dyke is doubtful. Duke forced eight turnovers last week against Miami, which is just unheard of. I think this the the over-under is only 47 and a half. Van Dyke Dyke is out. I actually like the under. Virginia's offensive line has been terrible. Uh, They won last week. It was in the teens. I, I neither of these teams have an offense without Van Dyke at QB, so I like the under forty-seven and a half there. Um, they're the two that sort of jump out at me at that, you know, that
0: slate. There's a lot more coming. Here we go. SMU minus two and a half at Tulsa over under 64 and Oklahoma State getting one and a half at Kansas State over under 56 and Temple getting 13 and at Navy over under 40 and North Texas getting nine and a half at Western Kentucky over under 68 and Florida getting 22 and at Georgia over under 56 and Mizzou getting three and a half over under 47 and at South Carolina. Arkansas State getting 10 and at home against South South Alabama over under 54 and a half. Coastal Carolina getting two and a half at Marshall over under 55 and a half. Kentucky getting 12 and a half at Tennessee over under 60, 63 and a half. Colorado State getting 27 and a half at Boise State over under 42 and a half. And Arizona getting 15 and a half at home against USC over under 75 and a half me, if there was a game that I'm looking at, I have no idea how Marshall is a favorite at home. I would have thought Coastal would same, have been the favorite there. Same, same, same. I'm in agreement. Coastal Carolina, the whole way on that one, that that might be a play for me. And then also, love this over on this South Alabama-Arkansas State. I'm happy I haven't hit it yet. It's already down a point. If that thing gets around 50, at least 54 for sure, if it looks like it's steaming down to 53 to 52, Absolutely on that over. I know that the, I, I know South Alabama has someone out on the offensive side. I think I think it might be their running back that's out, but to me it doesn't matter. I think uh, Arkansas State's defense is paper. The fact that that uh, o- Ohio State did not expose them more at home still gets me on, the, and that was like four weeks ago. So I'm out on that one. But the other games for me, a lot of good ones: North Texas, Western Kentucky, your Florida boys at Georgia. Um, and I'll tell you this much. I am shocked by two lines. One, I can't believe anyone would give Navy thirteen and a half points. Temple has not been playing bad relative to Temple this year. Boy, that's a lot of points to give them. Uh, you know, on a short road trip down to Navy, and man, uh, is is everyone for Oklahoma State back again? Because to have Kansas State be minus one and a half with how many guys they have injured after after they just basically got beat up against TCU, how do you not take Oklahoma State in that game for me?
1: I know. Yeah. I was, I was looking at the over in that one. I mean, just I don't, I don't even know that I'm going to bet that game. It's, it's such a toss up matchup in my opinion. Both teams are very solid. Um, and I think Adrian Martinez, he didn't play the whole game last week either. So, no. um, the other two games that I was very intrigued by besides coastal, I really like the, your take on coastal. I have it written down as well. I don't understand whether they're road dogs. Um, they they've, I mean, they're really tough. Uh, the other two games, and it's really for the same reason, uh, Florida plus 22 and a half, Kentucky plus 12 and a half, um, Tennessee and Georgia play next week. I think this is a really good look ahead spot for both of those teams. Um, so I, I like Kentucky getting 12 and a half. I sort of like Florida getting 22 and a half. I want to watch those lines as the week progresses. Georgia has not really been challenged this year, um, maybe for a half. That's about it. Their schedule to this point, aside from open the, opening the season with Oregon, has actually been pretty weak for SEC play. Um, this is going to be not even a true test, but this will be a test. And then, of course, like I said, looking ahead next week to Tennessee. Uh, so I think Tennessee and Georgia could get lo- caught looking ahead. Um, I sort of like both both teams getting points in those two matchups.
0: I. Ooh. That's a very good – that's very good. I didn't – I very good analysis on that for me looking ahead for sure. Do you think that Florida has enough on offense to, to stay within that reach for me?
1: I think they do if they let Richardson run the ball. I mean, he's looked so passive at times, almost like pass first and prepare for the NFL draft, doesn't want to get hurt. Looks like he's walking on eggshells. When he played against Utah, first game of the season, he looked like – like a, a first round draft pick. Since that point, he hasn't. He has all the skills, he has speed, arm strength, it's all there. Um, but he makes a lot of mistakes, and it, it looks like he makes the wrong read a lot in those run pass options. So I'm anxious to see if he's matured coming off of a bye. Um, that's the
0: other thing. They're both off of bye weeks uh, last week as well. UAB is minus five and a half at Florida Atlantic over under forty eight and a half. Michigan State is getting twenty two and a half at Michigan over under fifty three and a half. Colorado is getting thirteen and a half at home against Arizona State over under forty six and a half. Baylor is getting three at Texas Tech over under sixty three and a half. Ole Miss is minus two and a half over under fifty five and a half at Texas A and M. Pittsburgh is getting three and a half at North Carolina over under sixty four and a half. Middle Tennessee. Is getting one and a half at utep over under 52 and a half san diego state is getting eight and a half over under 40 and a half at fresno state ucla is minus 16 and a half, over under 64 and a half against stanford nevada is getting 24 and a half at san jose state over under 44 and a half. and finally the midnight game of the week wyoming minus 10 and a half, over under Forty-eight and a half at Hawaii. All I can say about this Texas Tech game is uh, the statistic I saw is that Baylor, since being at Lubbock and since joining the Big Ten, is eight. Uh, excuse me, zero and eight at Lubbock. They're zero and eight down there. And so now you have a Texas Tech team that has caught steam. Baron Morton has is just lighting it out, throws it all over the field. The over/under is up two points here. Baylor, I think, is competent on offense. Again, they they, they put up. Forty some odd points uh, against um, against West Virginia. They had a very good week against Kansas. Kansas was the one that was crapping it. I, this is a very. This is going to be a tight game. I think this is going to be back and forth. I think this is a very simple overplay. You know what I mean? This one should fly over the total right now. If it's thirty five, thirty one, does anyone not see that happening? I mean, I, probably as soon as I get off this call, I'm going to put this over in for this for this Texas Tech Baylor game. It just seems like it should hit. Boy, were we wrong about Ole Miss again? What did we not see? That—that's what scares me about that coastal game. It's like, why are we seeing? Why are we so square on it? To be honest yeah, with
1: you, no, I agree with that. I mean, I—the fact that we both love coastal so much is probably a bad sign.
0: It's—it's it's horrible. Uh,
1: yeah. Um. I, again, night games in the SEC. I mean, they matter, And, I mean, it's different environment when Ole Miss had to go into LSU. Um. I do like your take on the Texas Tech Baylor game. A game that I, I, I'm just interested by is the Pitt at North Carolina game um, at eight o'clock. Sneaky I, six
0: and one team. team. Sneaky.
1: Yeah, um, May has been unreal for North Carolina. Man, he's been so good. He's the team in rushing, and obviously he's throwing the chucking it everywhere. I actually like the under in that game, sixty four and a half right now is what I'm seeing. I, I like the under. I think Pitt is just going to pound the ground. Um, they, they've never really got off the ground with you know, with their air attack. Slovis was hurt earlier in the year. Uh, I, I look at them just to pound the ground and slow the game down as much as possible. I, I like that under 64. Um, and that's really all I like so far on this late slate. Um, nothing jumping out of me. I want to take Ole Miss, but again, Texas A&M at home um they just disappointed me last week there's no way i want to bet against them again so i'm
0: thinking about maybe taking ucla at home against stanford you know they have an all all of 45 people that come there they may want to play big after they just went to oregon and got smoked so just throwing that out
1: there for me yeah no that's a good take too yeah and they you know they can score i mean they're they're high scoring squad
0: final thoughts for me on ncaa week nine
1: no, I'm, I'm going to hold off until I make some bets, I think. I don't want to bet the lines right now. I'd like to see it get a little closer and a little bit more clarity for some of these injuries. But um, have some early leans uh, that I'll they'll mature as the week goes, and I'll lock on uh, Thursday or
0: Friday. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us on this NCAA Week 9 Leans, Looks and Lines podcast here on the Anonymous Gamblers. We just want to thank you guys for continuing to click, like, share, and subscribe. You and watch the numbers trying to keep those things going up. We're going to talk to our marketing department, see if we can do more. But until Saturday on our coffee and quick picks for Mr. Fermi, I am Dr. Goose. Thank you guys very much for joining us. And remember, it's only a problem when you're losing.